Keep an eye on your friends, man, especially the ones who are struggling. I was a fucking lame fucking nerd in high school. Taylor Swift is a whore. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friend? It's your old pal Joe here, just checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, all right? Early Monday morning, how's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, my friend, I hope you're doing well, all right? I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, that's all right. But do yourself a favor and everyone around you. But more importantly, yourself a favor and get your fucking shit together, all right? Monday morning, the last Monday of September in 2023. Here we are, nine months, coming up on 10 months into the year. And uh, you ain't got your shit together yet. Why? Why? We got three months left in the fucking year, ladies and gentlemen. You've been alive for God knows how long. You might as well start getting your fucking shit together. The world's falling apart. We're going through a big shift, ladies and gentlemen. Not that the world's falling apart. We're just going through a, a shift of consciousness, a shift of culture, a shift of society. Everything is shifting now into a, a, a new realm of reality, a new world order, some people are calling it. So you might as well have your shit together one way or another because it could be great and it could be awful. We don't know just yet. It seems chaos is going on all around us, so you might as well have your shit together, block the chaos out, and get your fucking life in gear, you know? Holidays are coming up for fuck's sake. Wouldn't it be nice to go, hey, family, I got my shit together. They go, oh, fuck, pass the potatoes and shut the fuck up, will you? We don't care about you. That's why you never had your shit together anyway, because it's our fault. <laughs> Listen, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Magic Mind. Go to magicmind.com, use the promo code Joe, and uh, save yourself at least 20% off on checkout, all right? It's a wonderful product. I drink it every morning, and uh, it has brought my life peace, clarity, and uh, it's just a, a great addition to my morning routine. It puts me in a good place mentally, helps me focus. I can get my meditation in. I get my reading in, uh, and uh, I, I give a, a lot of credit to Magic Mind for doing that for me, all right? Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, if you'd like to support me and what I'm doing, patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. There's a link in the description of this podcast. All right. We got daily check-in videos. We got some bonus episodes of the podcast over there. We kind of get deep and heavy over on the Patreon. I let loose. I talk about things that I don't put out to the general public because uh, I'm trying to not get banned and deplatformed from, <laughs> from things, you know? So go to Patreon, and also thank you everyone who has signed up and is supporting the Patreon currently. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Real quick, got some shows coming up, all right? I'll be in Seattle, Washington this weekend, the 29th and the 30th, all right? I'm doing some shows with Aaron Weber at Hereafter. We got one show each night, and then I'll be uh, bumming around doing some other shows too. I think it's called Hop Vine, a uh, little pub in uh in Seattle. I'll be there right after the show on Friday. And then uh, I believe it's called Club Comedy Seattle. They got a 1030 show on Friday. I'll be there as well. And uh, 
so yeah, I'm going to be doing a bunch of shows in Seattle. Come on through. Also, it's going to be Salt Lake City, Utah, the 6th and the 7th with Aaron Weber. And then, oh boy, October, the second week in October, going to be interesting. The 12th of October, I'll be with my buddy Monty Mitchell in Smithville, Tennessee. In case they even got fucking internet in Smithville, Tennessee, I'll be there. Uh, also got a couple shows in Nashville that weekend, the 13th. And the 14th, we got a little don't tell comedy going on the 13th of uh, October. And then the 14th, I'll be in Mount Juliet at Prost and Riot. And then I'll be headlining Black Circle Brewing in Indianapolis, Indiana on the 15th. All right. Joe Kelly Comedy will have all your upcoming dates, shows, riffraff, all that nonsense. All right. What's been going on with you, my friend? How was your week? How was your weekend? What'd you get into? What you been up to? How was it? Did you have great times? Did you do good things? I was in Huntsville, Alabama uh, this past weekend uh, just for a quick show. So had a great time down there. The shows were absolutely great. Got to see my buddy Narado, who, who I have not seen in about three years uh, in person. Oh, fuck. We got to pause. Hold on. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. The video froze, and I'm glad I caught it early enough this time to where it's not uh, going to be a mess over here on YouTube. But uh, Huntsville was absolutely great. Getting to kick it with Narado. He's always so fun. Uh, I became real good friends with that guy the first time we broke the Guinness World Record for the longest stand-up comedy show. Eight straight days of comedy, people. If, uh, if, you, if you don't know, it, it was fucking chaos and madness. But uh, uh, had it not been for Narado, we just were like attached at the hip for the whole week. I didn't even know the guy that well before that week but man it's like after the first day we just linked up and we were pretty much inseparable that whole fucking week and there's a picnic table out back of this venue and we would just sit there all day just all day unless we were doing sets drinking beers smoking cigarettes smoking weed and just making jokes just making fun of everybody being mean to people it was absolutely great all you had to do was not come up to that table and uh, you were fine. But as soon as you came up to that table, if you were, uh, we were so tired. We were so tired and on edge and bored with people's humorless comedy that if you came up to that table and tried to be friendly and didn't have nothing fun to say or interesting, we would just fucking obliterate you and laugh in your stupid fucking face. And it was great. We might've made more enemies than friends with that week, but uh that's one of my best friends in the world, and it was so good to uh, so good to see him again. You know. Uh, also, I'm gonna start off on a somber note, I guess, a little bit. Got some uh, got some news. Actually, after right after I got back from Huntsville, Huntsville was Friday. Drove back Saturday, and uh, a buddy of mine down in Atlanta had passed away last week, ladies and gentlemen. A, a fellow by the name of Benjamin Brown. He was a uh, an aspiring stand-up comedian down there, but more importantly, he was a a real solid person, you know, a real solid, genuine dude at the end of the day. And uh, you know, he's not uh, he's not around anymore. And that happens and it, it sucks, but uh, you know, he was pretty he's fairly new to to doing stand-up, but he just he had a good heart, man. He we shot that movie down in Atlanta. I don't remember. It, it's been forever since I've talked about it. We did a slasher, like a horror slasher movie down in Atlanta right before I moved. 
uh, I guess a couple years ago now. It's called Blood Mountain Massacre. I still don't think it's been released to the public, but at some point in time it should be. But uh, without Ben, that movie would have not been possible. He was he was a soldier through it all, and you know was sleeping on set when he could and was just making sure that everything was going as smooth as it possibly could. And it wasn't even his movie. It was my buddy Bob's movie. But, uh, but yeah, without Benny boy, that shit never would have, uh, never would have happened. But, uh, the last time I talked to him was in May or June and he just, uh, we were kind of had a, I don't know, a similar line of thinking, you know, where he felt like, he was putting in a lot of work, uh, more so than other people. He was running his own shows and hitting open mics and working at the club and doing this and that. And he feel, he still felt like he was getting uh, just kind of disrespected or looked over, you know. And uh, I'd felt that way many a time. So we had a nice conversation. And uh, I just remember telling him not to worry about what other people are doing and their opinions and shit like that. And just keep your head down and keep moving, you know. But uh, Benjamin Brown, R.I.P., dude. I love you. If you if you pray, if you meditate, whatever you do, uh, take a moment out and uh, think about Benny Boy for a half a second, if you wouldn't mind. He was a good dude. It's kind of a fucked up situation how they found him too. Is uh, my buddy Bob who who made the movie? He ended up finding him because. I guess Ben had been, went missing for a couple of days. No one had heard from him. And Bob went over to his place where Ben had roommates. And they're like, hey, where's Ben? They're like, we don't fucking know. So Bob goes to Ben's room. Ben's door's locked. Bob kicks the fucking door in and there's Ben. You know what I mean? He had been there for a couple of days. And his fucking roommates had no idea. <laughs> Make sure you got good people around you, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you have people concerned about your health and well-being, at the very least, and don't have their heads up their own ass to the point where, you know. Make sure people, if you go missing for a couple days, make sure you got people around you that will at least attempt to look for you. Even if, you know, especially when they're, they're in the same fucking building as you. That shit was absolutely ridiculous to me, you know. But, uh he might have OD'd from what uh, from what I've heard. I don't know exactly, and I'm not trying to air out Ben's business, but uh, you know, keep an eye on your friends, man, especially the ones who are struggling out there. If you think they might be, keep an eye on them. I'm not saying fucking send them to rehab or anything like that, but be a genuine friend to people. Keep an eye on those types of folks. It's always the ones that. Uh, it's always the real good spirited genuine human beings that uh, seem to go down that path you know especially in comedy see all these lunatics all these phony fucks running amok and then you meet the real genuine real solid people and they got some fucking demons they're fighting you know so r.i.p benjamin brown i love you buddy and uh i'll see you soon one way or another you know what i mean god he was a good dude one of the good ones out there, people. One of the fucking good ones at the end of the day. And uh, he's gone now. And it happens. It's a part of life. Life keeps moving. You know, cherish those moments. Make uh, make the time you spend with people very meaningful. 
because you never know when it's going to be the last time. And uh, thankfully with Ben, I felt like any time we had a conversation, it was meaningful. Even if it was just a quick one, there was still like a genuine, you know, you could feel the feel his spirit and his energy. I'll say it like that. It was always, always good vibes with Ben, man. Always good vibes. And, you know, and when there weren't good vibes, when he was in a mood or something like that, I had no problem talking to him then too. And go, hey, what's going on with you, baby boy? Like, you know, let's let's figure out, you know, what's wrong with you? Why are you mad? Why are you upset? Who pissed you off? Who broke your heart? Sort of thing. But uh, I'm happy. I think the last conversation we had was a very meaningful one. And uh, that's all we can do, you know. So keep it in mind, people. You never know when it's going to be the last one. You never know when people are going through. So uh, make it all count. Because we all get trapped in our bullshit and, you know, worried about being unhappy with our job or whatever it is. And all trapped up in this uh, this illusion of life anyway that we uh, we put a lot of weight and meaning into things that probably don't mean shit at the end of the day. We're all going out. So uh, just make everything count, I suppose. And you never know when the last conversation is going to be the last. So, love you, Ben. Hope you find some peace wherever you're at, brother. Anyway, let's move on to some maybe some lighter things now. <laughs> maybe I'll make a note to skip ahead in this podcast. But, uh, God damn it, man. That one's fucking with me, you know. I keep... Uh, it's been, I don't know, there's just been a, not a lot of that lately, but the past few years, people just, people who have really touched me in some way keep, uh, keep blipping out of this existence, you know, keep blipping out of this realm that we're all in at this particular moment in time. And, uh, and, and the ones who I fucking can't stand, they're still around. <laughs> There hasn't been a person who's died in like the past five years in my life where I've been like, fuck yeah, they're fucking gone. Everyone is fucking dying. It's like, God damn it. Why? Why'd you have to go? You know, but it is what it is. It's just part of life, you know, but these demons just seem to continue to keep being around and lasting forever while the, you know, while the good ones, while the good ones go away. But anyway, let's move on to something else. Because I was just, I've been, dude, I, this is a story. Like, I'm a fucking nerd, man. I don't know if I, I'm pretty cool nowadays, but I used to be a fucking nerd, man. I skipped school one day when uh, in high school once. And because uh, I was this, my mom, she kind of brought it up. Because for some reason, in her mind, she thought I was skipping school all the time. And my sister used to skip school a lot, but I skipped school one fucking time in high school. All right. I did it with my good buddy, Jack. And, uh, this is how fucking lame we were, you know, fucking lame. What we did was we went to school and we wanted to go to our first class because our first class was gym. I think it was our second class was gym. Now that I think about, it. I think I had English or something for the first hour. So I think this is our senior year too. 
we realized that we had never skipped school and we're finally going to do it and we're going to fucking, you know what I mean? We're going to do our own thing and have a day to ourselves. So we go to our first two classes, which is already fucking lame enough as it is, right? So here's our big fucking, our big skipping school day is we go to gym. After gym, we're like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go skip fucking class, dude. And uh, the first thing we did was Jack's mom used to run the concession stand for the baseball games, right? So he had a key. So it's like, oh, first things first, let's go steal some Gatorade from the concession stand. And it's like, fuck yeah, that's what you're supposed to do when you're skipping school, fucking committing crimes, stealing two Gatorades, you know? So we drive by the baseball field, Jack gets two Gatorades. And this is how we spend our day skipping class, all right? We used to have, it was in the back of like some computer repair factory, some printer fax repair fucking factory. In the back of it, we had these indoor batting cages, right? So that's where we went to skip fucking school that day, was we're like, we're not just going (laughs) to... We're not just going to waste this day. We're going to be productive. We're going to go and work on our skills, our baseball skills. You know, the cool thing was we did have to break into the cage because somebody had stolen the key. There used to be a key, a little magnetic box outside the fucking indoor hitting cages. Right. And uh, not everyone knew where it was. So somebody who stole the key had to have some inside knowledge. Right. But uh, fortunately, we found a screwdriver. And I was able to fucking bust that door open with that screwdriver, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't really done it since, but I think I had, I think, I think I could be a pretty good criminal, you know? But so we get in and then we just fucking take batting practice for like two hours. And then, and then we decide, you know what? Now it's time for some lunch. Let's go get some fucking skipping school lunch, you know? So where do we go to fucking get lunch when we're skipping school? Uh, We drive all the way back to the school and go to the place right across from the fucking school. It's a little Chinese restaurant, right? This is our fucking logic. And we do it right at lunchtime, you know, not thinking that teachers don't stay at school for lunch, that they might go off, you know, they might go out and fucking go get some Chinese food. So we're sitting there eating. (laughs) We're eating our fucking little Chinese buffet. For $7, because that's what it was back then. It's probably still pretty close, you know. Little Chinese lunch buffet. What a good fucking deal Chinese lunch buffets are, too. Eat all you want for 7 bucks, and then fucking shit for three or four days. It's a great concept. I like it. And uh, our fucking, we got like, also just a fucking flock of teachers come in, you know. Fucking every teacher we've ever had in our lives all walk in to the Chinese restaurant. And we were supposed to be a closed campus back then. So you weren't supposed to go off campus for lunch. And they immediately come up to us and like, oh, what are you boys doing? And back then, I used to have a half day at my high school. And then I went to this place called Skill Center. Just because I didn't want to stick at the high school all day, I guess. So I went to this other school where I was doing graphic design and like video editing and shit like that. But I think that year was all graphic design stuff. So 
They're like, what are you boys doing? I was like, well, I have skill center. And they're like, everybody at this school tells us they have skill center, Joe. And I'm like, yeah, but I really do. And they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. Nobody gave us any shit, you know, but we both bitched out and we're like, oh, I guess we're not going to finish our Chinese buffet. Cause the whole point in going was you eat all the chicken and all the Chinese food. And then you eat some hot donuts with ice cream at the end of it. We skipped out. We bitched out. That was the whole, that's all we were really looking forward to. That was really the only reason to go to the Chinese buffet was to get warm donuts. You put them in a bowl, you put soft serve ice cream on top of it. That was the move. And we fucking, we were such pussies and nerds, you know? And then what do we do? We go back to the batting cages. <laughs> we just hit baseballs all fucking day and then watched basketball at the batting cages because there was a TV with a VCR. I had a VHS copy of basketball. And so that's what we did all fucking day. It was the lamest fucking shit ever. And I can't, I can't figure out why nobody wanted to fuck me in high school. Oh, here's even the best part. Jack went back for his last class. We didn't even skip a whole day. We skipped like half a day. Or Jack did. He fucking, he's like, I got to get back to this last class. I got a fucking paper due or something like that. It's like we skipped school in the lamest fucking possible way ever. We should have went driving and hollering at some bitches or something like that. But no, we just went and fucking played baseball, watched a baseball themed film and couldn't even and got scared so we couldn't even enjoy our fucking chinese goddamn buffet lunch that we so desperately desired to have and i told my mom that and like the look on her face was like relieved but also disappointed you know she's like i thought you were up to no good and it's like no i didn't even smoke weed till i was out of high school she's like you smoked weed in high school i I didn't i didn't i was a fucking lame Fucking nerd in high school. There it is, people. I've been had. I've been found out. I've become real cool since then. Hold on a second. There's one for you. <laughs> Little toots magoots on your Monday morning. All right. And some smoked turkey sausage yesterday. It's coming back. <laughs> coming back with a vengeance. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's just like talking to my sister. I remember she's like, you know, she was skipping school, smoking weed, getting drunk during the day and stuff like that. And then here I am with my buddy Jack. It's like, dude, it's senior year. We've never skipped before. What do you want to do? It's like, brother. Let's go break into the, let's go steal some Gatorades and go play baseball for three or four hours. And it's like, dude, we're fucking out of control out here, brother. They ain't ever going to stop us, you know? And uh, I guess in hindsight, it is probably a good, Jack is probably a good friend to have around, you know? It's like, yeah, we're going to skip, but we're going to keep it, we're going to keep it professional. We ain't going to get too crazy. Because really, we had nowhere to go. I think that was the biggest problem. Couldn't go to Jack's house. Jack's mom, I don't think, worked. We probably could have went to my house, but, uh, you know, my grandma lives across the street and my uncle lives next door. So somebody would have seen us. Someone would have seen us not going to school. So it's like, where can we go 
where no one will know we're not fucking in school, fucking batting cages, go work on some mechanics, you know, really get that swing down nice and tight and then watch fucking basketball. What the fuck? The lamest fucking way of skipping school ever. But I became real cool since then. I think anyway. Let's take a quick break. Check in with our sponsors. We'll be right back with some more podcast for you, all right? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Magic Mind. Have I told you the story of the time I got my leg blown off in Vietnam? Well, let me tell you. I was in Vietnam fighting for your freedom, all right? When one of those Viet Cong fellas blew my leg clear off. I was in pain. I was in suffering. But fortunately, I was able to take his life. Now, while I was in a great deal of pain, the only thing I could think about was never seeing my wife and three children again. Fortunately, a medic showed up with the proper tools to take care of my leg to make sure I didn't bleed out. He actually attached my leg. So if you see me in person nowadays, you'll say, Joe, you got two legs. I thought your leg got blown off in Vietnam. We had one of the best medics on scene back then. Attached my leg, works fine as a whistle nowadays. But also, also he had a secret stash stash of magic mind, ladies and gentlemen. Now, while I was bleeding, while I was in pain, while I was suffering, it put my mind at ease and made me realize that, you know what? I will see my wife and children one day. And I felt peace about uh, an unjust war that I was fighting for years and decades anyway. The point of the story is, no matter what you're going through in life, no matter what trials, tribulations, what things are causing you anxiety and stress, Magic Mind can ease those worries, all right? Go to magicmind.com, use the promo code Joe, get yourself at least 20% off on the checkout, all right? That's magicmind.com, promo code J-O-E. There's no second E, there's no second O, it's just J-O-E, all right? And try it. I absolutely love it. I think you will too, all right? Let's get back to the podcast, shall we? Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed that brief, brief message from our wonderful sponsors here on Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. So, it is a motherfucking Monday, as we all know. Yesterday was a big football day. I'm not a big football fan, all right? I don't really uh, pay too much attention to it. But I did notice the, the talk of the town yesterday was not necessarily anything that had to do with football, but the fact that Taylor Swift was at a football game, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe it? My God. My God. First of all, I do believe that any man who enjoys Taylor Swift is gay. I'll say that right now. There's nothing wrong with it out there, fellas. But if you enjoy Taylor Swift's music, I, uh, I assume you are a gay man. You're a white lady trapped in a, in a man's body, you know? You have some of that gender dysphoria going on. Because every man who loves Taylor Swift also enjoys Chipotle, all right? And those two things together are everything that white women love. So, if you're a guy enjoying, enjoying Taylor Swift and eating Chipotle, you are gay. You're a gay man, and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just here to let you know that you can be yourself, okay? You don't have to put up this charade, this facade of an existence anymore, you can just admit that you are a gay guy, all right? Why is it that... Taylor Swift is a whore. 
Okay? She is. She has been for a very long time. And I know that might upset some of y'all, some of y'all people, right? But here's the thing. Why is it Taylor Swift is like of this protected fucking realm of existence. She lives in a protected bubble because if you go Kim Kardashian's a big fat whore, everyone goes, yeah, she's a big fat whore. She's a good business lady or whatever, but she's a whore. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift is just as much of a whore as Kim Kardashian is. But for some reason, you can't say those types of things about her without everybody getting uh, absolutely upset. I don't like Taylor Swift. I find her very ugly. I think she's ugly and boring and just uh, generic and nothing really impresses me about her at all. At least Kim Kardashian has a giant, a giant, a giant, huge, fucking massive, giant ass, you know? And I'm sure the asshole on it is just as big, you know? Probably just fucking, just slipping farts out all day that you can't hear, just going, that's how big her asshole probably is. But, uh... I don't know. Taylor Swift is blowing some guy who plays football now. And then everybody I see, I go, what's going on with Twitter today? And everyone's like, wow, Taylor Swift is at a football game. And it's like, who gives a fuck? Who cares? You know, I also like going, I like attacking people's fucking false idols. You know what I mean? Because people don't, you know, Taylor, oh, she's just such a sweet lady who gets her heart broken by all these mean men. It's like, no, she's a psycho fucking whore who can't maintain a stable relationship because she's a dirty whore. Because she's a dirty, psychotic, crazy whore. You can tell. If you can't look at that woman and go, she's a fucking psycho. Something's wrong with you. Quit pretending. Quit. She's not some fucking sweet Oh, I just make my little music and get my heart broken by John Mayer and whoever the fuck else that dick has been inside me, you know? She's a whore. Taylor Swift is a dirty whore who's now blowing some guy who plays football. And everyone's like, wow, Taylor Swift was at a football game. And it's like, well, this is, is this what we're doing with our time, people? Is this the things that we're talking about nowadays? Like, oh, some whore was at a football game. It's like, wow. Who cares? I just couldn't escape it yesterday. It was absolutely everywhere, everywhere I looked to the point where I just said, fuck it. And I went to a park and played basketball by myself for a couple hours because there was nothing interesting going on in the world. You know, there was. uh, (laughs) There was a thing. Is Joe Biden is more concerned about concert ticket prices. He's like, oh, these these ticket fucking places are charging too much money for concert tickets. You know, that seemed like it should be a little bit noteworthy or newsworthy. Just the priorities of the president of the United States are completely out of fucking whack. He's like, we got to get ticket concert ticket prices down. And uh, meanwhile, Taylor Swift is out there just blowing whoever she possibly can. And uh, somehow it was fucking newsworthy or somehow interesting. But uh, do y'all think Taylor Swift is a dirty fucking stupid whore? Or is it just a me thing? I'm not, listen, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. All right. I'm not trying to be rude or anything like that. But you got to call a spade a spade. All right. 
She's blown everybody and anybody she possibly can. And if it was Kim Kardashian, she's we could call her a dirty whore, you know? We can call her a, oh, you're big fat ass. It's maybe because she had the sex tape. Maybe that's the only reason. It's because everybody has seen her make love on camera. And they haven't seen that from Taylor Swift. So everyone goes, oh, she's just innocent and just gets her heart broken. She's a fucking psycho, dude. Take it from your old pal Joe, ladies and gentlemen. I've uh, I've been around some of these ladies in my day, all right? Fucking Taylor Swift is a psycho. Any woman who enjoys her music, avoid, fellas, all right? Ladies, if you like Taylor Swift, it's okay. You can like her music, but don't treat her like she is your queen, okay? That's where you fucking, that's where these fucking lunatic, unstable women are. Taylor Swift is my queen. It's like, no, don't say that. Because I'm going to run away now. You're going to end up just like her, you know? Quit being fucking psycho bitches. Also, just the fascination, that the obsession that we have with celebrities and shit. It's very, um, very disappointing. It's Roman Coliseum type sort of shit going on. Keep the people distracted with the fucking, you know, not even, not even the football games in and of themselves. Be concerned with who is at the football games, you know? It's fucking insane. And thank God Joe Biden's going to be working to get those football ticket prices down so we can all enjoy them, huh? Won't that be nice? Won't that be a nice thing that Joe Biden's out there looking out for us, making sure that we're not spending as much money on concert tickets nowadays? What a sweet fucking thing he's doing, huh? What a sweet fucking thing he's doing out there, making sure we can afford to go see Power Man 5000. Thank God. I've been looking forward to it all year round. And uh, I certainly wasn't going to pay $60 to it, to go to it, you know. But, oh, 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 Uncle Joe, he's going to get it down to maybe 40 bucks for me. And it's like, fuck, man, thank God. Thank fucking God. I still can't afford to buy a house. But I'm glad that I can waste my hard-earned money to go see uh, Power Man 5000 and uh, maybe Millie Vanilli. The NSYNC reunion tour is coming up. Thank God Uncle Joe is looking out for us nowadays. And maybe I'll finally be able to afford a Taylor Swift ticket. And I'll go. And maybe I'll change my opinions about her being a dirty, ugly whore. Because she is. She's unattractive and boring, people. She's boring. Boring. Uninteresting. No good qualities about her at all. Nothing is attractive about her. Her face looks like a fucking rodent of some kind. Her body is that of a fucking, you know, a fucking child. She's got nothing. She's got nothing to offer. Just those dead fucking psycho eyes. Fuck that bitch. And fuck anybody who worships her, all right? Listen to her music if you want to. If you go, hey, she's got some songs I enjoyed, that's fine. But this fucking celebrity worship is fucking ridiculous. Especially these fucking, you know, what has she ever done? What has she ever done that's truly meaningful to society in any way, shape, or form? Someone tell me, please, because I'd like to know. I'm sure someone's going to go, oh, she donates to charity or some shit like that. She probably owns the fucking charity. She probably knows the person who fucking does. You know what I mean? These people don't donate to charities because they're good people. They donate to charities so they can get some of their fucking money back. That's what it is, people. That's how rich people play the game. 
You're not donating money to charity because you want to do good things in the world. If you wanted to do good things in the world, you'd quit your fucking shitty, arrogant career. You'd come out and go, hey, people, I'm not a fucking God. Please quit worshiping me. Please, please quit spending all of your money to come see me perform the same fucking shitty concert year after year after year. That's what you'd come out and say if you truly cared about people. You'd expose the system for what it is, but you don't. You fucking sit in the shadows. You keep fucking making your money. And then you pop out and go, oh, I donated to fucking UNICEF or whatever the fuck it is. You know, I rounded up my change at Kroger today. Oh, thank God. Thank fucking God. You can write that off on your, t- your 17 cents that you rounded up at Kroger. You can write that off. It's all a fucking show, people. It's all a fucking show. It's all a scam. It's all an illusion. So fuck these people. Fuck Taylor Swift. She's a whore. She's a dirty whore. That's why she can't get a fucking stable relationship nowadays because she's had too many dicks inside her. And the men can tell. They can tell. You can always see it with the guy that she's with. If you notice the fellas that she's with, they always got dead eyes at some point in time because she's they realize the fucking shitty situation they got themselves into. You can see it, people. I ain't speaking out of turn here. Look at all the pictures of anyone she's ever been with, and you can see the fucking soul going, ah, oh, I fucked up severely. Look at this psycho fucking heartless bitch over here. She's a whore. She's a dirty whore, and I'm somehow stuck with her. Look at the pictures, people, and tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. (laughs) Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your fucking way, shall we? Hope we've had some fun up until this point. Thank God the bullfighting videos are back, everybody. Thank God. This one, I will give you a warning, is a little bit, uh, it's not for the squeamish, it's a little bit graphic, all right? It takes place at at a festival called Bullfest. It's called Bullfest, people. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen here? Nothing good. And uh, I, I guess Bullfest is just you and other people fucking with some bulls. What's one of the number one rules of our podcast here, ladies and gentlemen? Quit fucking with bulls. It's the, that fucking, um, oh, what would the word, that tradition is, is long, long overdue to let go. All right. Quit fucking with the bulls, people. You're only asking for trouble when you're fucking with the bulls. And uh, God, just get get a fucking, get a top, spin a top around. You know what I mean? A little dreidel. Get a fucking dreidel and spin that fucking thing. That's more exciting. That's not maybe more exciting, but it's a better way to spend your time than fucking with a bull. But anyway, there's one guy trying to do the bull fest thing where he's trying to get some pussy. He's going to try and, you know, outsmart the bull and he don't he does he does it first all right he makes the bull makes two passes by this guy okay uh the first pass he kind of gets away i think he kind of gets bumped into the wall or whatever but he's fine and then uh, the bull turns around comes for him again and usually when you see people get hit with bulls or whatever they just kind of get thrashed around tossed up in the air you know fucking they might get knocked out usually just get fucking rocked with that head this fucking bull. I don't know if they sharpened the fucking horns or what happened, but dude, this it goes straight through this motherfucker's leg. All right. Warning. All right. Graphic content ahead. It's really not that bad, but if you've seen a bull horn go through somebody's leg before, it ain't that bad. But it just gets in the thigh. It just goes straight through the fucking meat. And uh 
It's a very quick video. Fortunately for the, you know, he goes through the meat of the leg, lifts the dude up in the air, and then as he lets him down, the horn comes out, and then the bull moves on its way and tries to get other people. So in that sense, fuck, man, bull was pretty kind-hearted to let that dude get away and not really fuck him up that bad. It's a great video. I love it. That's what you get what you deserve. You know what I mean? What's the best case scenario of running away from a bull or playing, you know, fucking playing around a bull fest? You walk away unscathed and you get no pussy or you fucking get a, get a puncture wound. You get sewn up. Maybe you're sore for a couple few weeks, but you're getting your dick sucked probably by Taylor Swift the whole goddamn time, you know, because when she's not watching football players play football, what's she doing? Probably at bullfights blowing all the Mexicans. I bet that's what she's doing. She's doing it for charity too. She's like, I'm a good person. I'm not sucking all these dicks because I want to. I'm sucking all these dicks because I'm a good person and all these little Mexican fellas need their dicks sucked. That's how I think Taylor Swift thinks. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the podcast this week. Hope we had a little bit of fun. Thank you to our <laughs> thank you to our wonderful friends over at Magic Mind for sponsoring the podcast. Go to magicmind.com, use the promo code Joe, get yourself a uh, at least 20% off at checkout, all right? Also, patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. There's a link in the description of this podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you're very welcome to do so. I certainly would appreciate it. I'll be in Seattle this weekend, September 29th and 30th, doing all sorts of shows. I'll be at Hereafter with Aaron Weber, and then I'll be out and about doing a couple local shows as well. And then we got uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, the 6th and the 7th with Aaron Weber. And then the 12th of October, I'll be out in Smithville, Tennessee with my buddy Monty Mitchell. Don't Tell Comedy, October 13th in Nashville. I'll also be in Mount Juliet, uh, October 14th. And then Black Circle Brewing, October 15th. And some other shows coming up later in the year. JoeKellyComedy.com will have all your upcoming dates, shows, and information. Go check it out. Thanks for being here, everybody. I hope we had a little bit of fun. It's been all over the place today. I understand that. It usually is. But before you get out of here, do me a favor. Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else, all right? I'll catch you around real fucking soon. How about that? Later, my friend. <laughs>